This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. So I was driving to the Beltline yesterday and I was looking at the uh, flex line. I was doing yeah, some uh-uh. I was doing some research. Willy nilly lane. Uh I'm gonna we're gonna change that. I I have a alternative name for the flex line. I love willy nilly lane. I do. Because there'll be shenanigans there for sure. But I have an alternative. As I was driving down the road, I was looking over and I got over in the left lane. I started looking at the flex lane. I'm like, that's going to be hard for people to uh, navigate uh, at speed. I do. I do believe that. I think that wall is going to psychologically uh, F people up. I believe it. Yes, that's uh, what I see happening too. And I agree with you. That's where a little of the willy nilly activity is going to come from. The the. Did you say totes will the will's opus the 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 impending doom that comes with hitting a wall because <laughs> you're nervous or you're eating French fries or you're on the phone or you're crocheting or whatever you do. All you kinds drive. of things you shouldn't be doing. Yes. And I started thinking of the bad things that could happen in the flex line. And here's, and of course, a drop from a movie hit me because that's how I live. That's how my brain functions. I know. I say we call it the Ricky Bobby lane. <laughs> now, right. and, then, and then this popped into my head. Yep, I'm flying through the air. This is not good. And I thought, the Ricky Bobby lane. We may have to put it to a vote. The Ricky Bobby. Not even call it the lane. You just call it like the, uh, uh, what's the thing in Chicago? The, uh, the Ricky the loop, Bobby like experience. The, like the, <laughs> the Ricky Bobby experience. Come to Madison <laughs> and experience the Ricky Bobby. 70 on a lane mm-hmm. that the DOT has, has not built to spec. <laughs> Roll the dice, dude. Roll, go ahead, asshole. Roll the dice. Yep, I'm flying through the air. This is not good. Uh, the Ricky, uh, hey man, hey man, when you come over, uh, when you come back from the east side, from, from when you're done over there, screwing around on the west side, take the Ricky Bobby. You'll get there twice as fast. Maybe. Maybe. The Ricky Bobby. What's your initial initial thoughts? I like it. It feels good. It's like having a. A uh, highway named after somebody, right? Exactly, yeah, dude. Like, yeah, like Chicago, yeah. the Eisenhower. Take the Eisenhower. Right. Right. Oof. Well, oh, take oh, a break. Coffee break. Take a break, dude. Uh, a lot of work. Mm-hmm. A lot of work. Like uh, in Chicago, you like take the Kennedy Expressway, or the Eisenhower, or the the uh, uh, Stevens. But no, Madison now has. I think I'll take the take the Ricky Bobby, the RBE dude, the Ricky Bobby experience. Okay, so the the Ricky Bobby or the Willie Nilly Lane. The bottom line is probably all going to die. Yep, I'm flying through the air. This is not good. Your call three two one zero ninety four one. How many votes are we taking? Four. 
I have four phone lines. Two are currently lit. Okay. Should we do an odd number? Or you can uh, call in your own idea. That would be just fine. Less work for me. Much less work for me. Yep, I'm flying through the air. This is not good. The Ricky Bobby or the Willy Nilly Man? Uh, what do you like there? I personally cannot wait to fly down the RBL when I'm in the blowing. The RB, what do you call the RBL? The RBL, that's right. The RBL. Ricky Bobby Lee. Uh, the RBL. Yeah. Okay, I like that. All right, the yeah. RBL. All right, thanks. All right, there's one for the RBL. Mm-hmm. Ricky Bobby Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not good. And uh, you'll find yourself saying that as you're flying through the air. Yep, I'm flying through the air. This is not good. And into like, uh, into the and uh, what's the uh, uh, what's the causeway there? The the waterway. What do they call that thing? Under the under the belt line there. What do they call the the little river there at uh, Monona Drive? Isn't that a lake? Well, it's a it's a it's not a lake per se. It's a waterway. <laughs> What is that? What? Don't. <laughs> the Monona Waterway. Isn't it? Oh, crap. Why am I spacing on that? Oh, my God. All right. All right. Uh, uh, voting, voting, voting. Ricky Bobby Lane, baby. All right. He's flying through the air. Yeah, that's not good. Yep. I'm flying through the air. This is not good. It's two for the Ricky Bobby Lane. The RBL. Hello? I vote willy-nilly because I think it has a nice ring to it, but I want to know where it originated from. D, get oh. on it. <laughs> All right, I'm on it. Oh, man. Don't boss her around. She's she's edgy. Uh, willy, who is this willy-nilly? Early 17th century. Um... It comes from the saying, will I, nil I. <laughs> I don't even believe that. I feel like you're screwing with me. I'm not. Or I am willing, I am unwilling. Okay. What is the little waterway? What is that? Is that the breakwater? No, that's the bar. Isn't <laughs> that where I used to get effed up? Are the you talking about the Yahara? Oh, it's at the Yahara River? That's not the Yahara River. What is that? That's what it says right here. Dude. Don't front. Don't front about water. How many times? My father invented water. Don't front. Good morning. Wally Wallbanger Lane. Wally Wallbanger Lane. Uh, look up Wally Wallbanger, hey. the origins. No, she's done. I, I've had about enough of that. Hello? Yeah, if you'd answer the phone, it's called the channel. Yeah, is that it? Is it that simple? Just the channel? Uh, we should rename that, too. What do you got? Let me think. I just can't come up with brilliance on the spot. <laughs> the channel, that's weak. Says here, Yahara River. Yeah, I feel like it's the... What did I call it earlier? The waterway. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? RBL for shizzle. All right, yeah, so so the RBL, all right, yeah, yeah. and it sets up pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Hello, hey, it's the Yahara River, man. Same yeah, it's, it is just the Yahara. Yeah. Right? If you're not first, you're last. Yeah, right. Oh. Uh, yeah, you, yeah, you can replace that. That's fine. Hello, dude. He had a joke. Sorry. Well, if you're first, if you ain't first, you're last. 
He screwed that up. Doing first year last. I guess that would apply to the RBL. Good morning. Good morning. So this morning you were making some obnoxious sounds. Oh, D, good morning, by the way. Good morning. And I don't know, you must still be in the doghouse with Christy. Hey, D, are you trying to teach Danger some uh, extracurricular activities so he gets on Christy's good side? <laughs> I'm not trying to teach him anything. Nom, 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 That's all I heard, and I was like, wow. There's some extracurricular activities going on and some teaching some stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, think I know what you're referring to. International box challenge. <laughs> International challenge box day. And oh no, so oh no. You're aware. Hold Remember? on, hold on. Okay. It's it's the Yahara River. How long have you been working in Madison? Come uh, on now. I didn't know it was. I thought the Yahara was uh, was out of Lake Mendota. To be honest with you, I did. I thought that one up past Skipper Buds. I thought that is that the Yahara River too, out of Lake Mendota. The Yahara River connects everything. All of them. Okay, so does the Yahara run to Baraboo? Uh, that I'm not sure. Okay. All right, man, thanks. Hey, uh, I, was, I was thinking of uh, 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 that applies except for Horrible Bosses where you fake chow box. No, it wasn't. That was uh, Hall Pass. I'm sorry. It was Hall Pass. Did you see Hall Pass? I don't know. That's fake chow box. That's where you. Anyways. Morning. Hey, yeah. that's uh, Matt Kenseth Lane, buddy. Yep, I'm flying through the air. This is not good. I, I think the Yahara goes there. Okay, I will only uh, name it with your approval. Whose approval? Yours. Uh, it's approved. Whoa. The really? motion, yes. Motion granted. Calm down over there. Jesus. Yep, I'm flying through the air. This is not good. The Ricky Bobby. Take the Ricky Bobby. The RBL, dude. I don't think the State Department's going to want to call it the Ricky Bobby because they know they know the shenanigans yeah. behind it. Right. So y'all promoting violence and bad, right. bad karma. You're inciting bad driving. Stop telling people they're going to fly through the air. They won't want to own, use the flex. Trying to make people be in fear all the time. <laughs> Media devil. I think if you hit that wall, just you're merging over, going about 80, and you hit that wall, I think there's potential to fly through the air. Oh, yeah. Don't you? Oh, yeah. Right into the Yahara River. <laughs> or as I call it, the, the channel. The Chanel. Shall we take the Chanel? Le Fleur. Le Fleur. What was the other one we mixed into that? Croissant. Oh, that's, that's what it was. So, so what? Lively? Shout Chanel, dude, eat all croissant. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, dude. The, uh, Aaron Rodgers Sitch got uh, better or worse, depending on how you look at it. It's three years. 
He doesn't even want to be with you for th- four years, people. Three years, 150-some-odd million dollars. I yep. guess it'll work out the same if he adds on year four or five. Should we make a bet? He really uh, wants to um, have options. Imagine what we've got to pay him in three years if he say he gets the MV, uh, uh, MVP of the NFL for the next three years and wins one Super Bowl out of three years and wants to stay with Green Bay another two years. What are we going to be paying that dude in three years? $75 million. Time to sell more fake stock. Uh, Yeah, I don't. I'll throw five in the kitty. I don't think we're going to get a ring. We're going to get let down again, you guys. Well. It's the, uh, the nut kick continuum, I dude. I think uh, unless you're the Vikings or the Buffalo Bills, where, where the curse is in. They're cursed. Well, I, I but, feel like we're kind of cursed. But it's on Aaron. He's the one that got us close, but he's also the one that screwed up. So you've kind of got to talk to yourself a little bit, you know? It's like, do I hate this guy or do I love this guy? And I base all of that on his girlfriend status. Right. And um, Do I hate him or do I love him? Hang on. Who's he dating this week? Yep, I hate him. He doesn't eat cheese and he can't chug a beer. Yep. Hate him. F- fake cheesehead. But he can throw a sports ball. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system. Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh my God. Oh my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. <laughs> Anybody saw me Friday, call The JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Every day I drive by the studio on East Washington Avenue, I get a little sadder. I get a little part of me dies. Well, why don't I can't we just, believe there's any luck. Why don't we make it a coffee shop and just get it over with? It's not like it's a, it's not a church. Let's just, let's just do, let's just dress it up a little bit. Put some Christmas lights on it or something. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, they, they uh, uh, do something useful and purpose the building. You know what I'm saying? Didn't some guy own it and was doing... Uh, I'm trying to remember. There was something happening, but... Oh. I thought. Like currently happening? I thought. Where's the Yahara? <laughs> Ah, well, one has nothing to do with the other. I don't know what's happening with the Smart Studios building. Maybe somebody out there in Radioland does. We should make it a coffee shop and call it the heart-shaped box. No, don't. What's, why? Why make, no. It's just, it's sitting there just rotting. A coffee shop? Yes. Lame. Where they sell sweaters for pets. Sweaters. Petters. Petters. Uh, <laughs> I'll run it past the partners. How about a flower shop? We'll call it In Bloom. Mm, that's a one. 
Why do you get? Well, I don't know why everybody gets so touchy about that building. It's so weird. They didn't record the whole record there. You just did tracks and stuff there. I know. Butch doesn't care. Do you know that? I know it for a fact. It's been sold like three times. Who owns it now? I, some guy. I thought he was. Uh, what was he? He was like a DJ, like a club hey. guy. Was, <laughs> not that DJ. Oh, okay. Like a legitimate, highly paid DJ. Oh, okay. Like a real DJ in yeah. a club, that kind of DJ. Uh, but why? It's just, it's a sad, sad little corner right there. And I, eventually it's going to get torn down. If we don't do something with it, it's just going to get dropped. And it's going to be a high rise apartment building, like ever, like East Washington, all of East Washington. $3,500, two bedrooms. I mean, they're not going to move it. They're not going to pick it up and move it somewhere. So you better f- do something with it. Uh, who do we need to But it's email? like there's there's this thing in this city where it's like, don't touch it. Is there? Let it be a brick building with boards on the window. It just looks sad. I uh, have to be honest with you. I never really pay attention to it. So, <laughs> sorry. You have a lot of stuff bothering you. <laughs> Spit my gun. Man, whatever I say, you say the opposite. That's how this show works. <laughs> oh, Do, let me ask you something. Do I get worked up over the stupidest stuff? Um. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like somebody needs to take uh, a stand on that recording studio. Well, you're... The shell of a former recording studio. Might as well be you, dude. I don't know. I don't know. Make it a, uh, you know what you do? You make it like a, a, a bar, and then it would take a lot. Jay Wando should buy that and just make it a mini Wando's. It's kind of the same building, just a smaller version of Wando's. You could have a rooftop, you know, like Broadway in Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. I like the idea of a bar. And make it a Nirvana tribute. Whatever you got to do to get your freaking jollies with Nirvana. You got to let it let it go or go all the way. God, it bugs me. Yeah, make a stand, dude. Yeah. Change.org, dude. <laughs> Man, sometimes. I don't know how to help you. Sometimes you're against me for no reason. I'm never against you. Good morning. Hey, I thought uh, I watched an article where uh lady had bought that, and she's remodeling the top half to be her apartment, and the bottom half to be like an Airbnb. Okay, sure. Well, it's better than just sitting there boarded up. Right. All right, man, thanks. Yep. I didn't see that. Well, that's a progress. That's positive. Yes. Hello? They should turn that into like a Kuma that's like down in Chicago, you know, where they name a burger after a band. Right. Yeah. You know, because all bands and... Music history of Madison, any great spot for it. Hey, let me run this by you since I'm uh, scheming here on the morning show. Uh, the new flex lane on the belt line. Um, Biatch wants to call it the Willy Nilly lane. I, c- I want to call it. I want to call it the Ricky Bobby I experience. I like the Ricky Bobby experience. Oh, you do. You are. Yeah. You're going all the way. All right, we're going to call it the Ricky Bobby lane. Well, I can see a lot of people slamming into that wall. Right, already. right, right. That's what happened. Yep, I'm Thank flying. You. Yep, I'm Thank de- you. I'm definitely flying through the air. Okay. See, he sees the vision. It's gonna call. It's, we're gonna call it for short the RBL, the Ricky Bobby Lane. Yep. All right. <laughs> nice. All right. Thanks. All right. All right. Dude. Hello. 
Ask that pretty lady how many bars she needs. <laughs> <laughs> Just one more, dude. Just one more. <laughs> really? Is that what it sounds like? Uh, hello? Let's turn it into a whorehouse. Dude, whores. Dude, whores. <laughs> Whore.org. Dude, I want you to go to whore.org. <laughs> you got to make that change. Just, it's just whore. Shum on. <laughs> What's that? Horg. Go to horg. <laughs> okay, look. Cut I, out the middleman. <laughs> I'm on whore.org. Oh, what do you say? Uh, relevant searches, housewife. <laughs> hey. hey. I'm not going to click. Ooh. Good morning. Go on that building. It smells just like cat pissing. Oh, it might. An Airbnb. That's interesting. I suppose some college kids could live in there or something like that. I guess. Does anybody want to eh, I guess. I don't think it's haunted. Well, anybody was murdered in there. But that, yeah, maybe stay in the in the studio. Sure, why not? I would like to see the inside. Mm-hmm. Which I suppose if it's listed as an Airbnb, I will be able to. We could have a collaboration between Mike from Edge Construction and Chip and Joanne come in and remodel it. No. Chip and Joanne just stay in Texas. I'd like to see Mike from Edge Construction get in a knife fight with Chip. Yes. Totally. Because Mike used to wrestle. So he he probably clean his clock. Well, that dude. dude's got some reach. Are you kidding me? That's what, your, that's what your mom said. And I, I know. Yes. Hey, did you hear about corduroy pillows? <laughs> corduroy pillows. That sounds yeah. lovely. They're making headlines. Stop it. That sounds lovely. I'll take three. Are you the? Is he the corduroy pillow guy? Uh, not the exact opposite of the my pillow guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, the city wants nothing to do with that building. There's no. Which. In a weird way, surprises me. You would think it would be like a historical landmark. You think you put a clean up, put a plaque on it? Uh, yeah. So you know the out of towners. It gives people a reason to come to Madison and drink beer when they're when they're because you know we're like a the Midwest brew capital of the world right here, right here. Mm-hmm. It's like Bend, Oregon, West Coast. They own it. We're the brew. Ale, we're the ale trail here of the Midwest. Okay. That could be just another stop on the ale trail here in Madison. We ought to adopt an ale trail here in town like they do in Bend, Oregon. It's a great thing, and there's like sightseeing and, and, and cool little points of interest. I co-sign. But without a plaque, you don't know what you're looking at. You're just walking in that lady's house. Yep. Hey! Something happened here. <laughs> Something happened here a long time ago. See, because you don't know. You stand there screaming at a wall. Hey, lady. Ain't you ever heard of a plaque? Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. We're going to head to North Dakota, I know. A couple pranksters, North Dakota, wanted to do something to the lawn of a local pastor. His name is Paul Knight. Rather than, uh, you know, the old toilet papering in the house, because there is... We all still have the scarring from the great toilet paper shortage of 2020. No. Uh, they left a giant Kmart K on his front lawn. Yeah, I saw this. Yeah. Talk about shenanigans, dude. 
totes shenanigans. When they sold that art or the uh, mm. the big boy, what restaurant was that? Mm. They stole off the roof. Yeah, it's Big Boy is the restaurant, isn't it? It's just, is it just called Big Boy? I thought it's so. It's not Arby's, Big Boy. No. It's just Big Boy. Chef. It's, is he a chef? No, it's a... It's... No, didn't he have a little chef hat on or something? They literally took it off the top of the building uh-huh. in the middle of the night. He's got like on those checkered... Oh, yeah, there, there it is. Like bibs. <laughs> and then he's got a burger on a plate. Right. Yeah. And then, of course, somebody stole the Bucky here in town ended up in Lake Mendota. He's hauling a stupid thing around all night. I was mad about the Bucky. Kicked it to the curb. So the K is from a local store that went out of business. Site is being redeveloped. Ah. So it sounds like the K was just going to get scrapped. Anywho. Right. The prankster somehow got it to uh, Paul's house and then installed it. And that K is huge. It's huge. Isn't it like eight feet or something? It's big. It looks like it's about 10 feet so tall. So it would be the one up above the front door right. of the Kmart. Yeah. So you could see it two miles away. You can see it from outer space. <laughs> they used wooden supports, secured it with ropes, tied that to trees. I mean, it was just a whole thing. People have been coming to his house to take selfies uh, with the K. I love it. I do too. Uh, Paul didn't know who left the Kmart K at his house, so he, he went on the local news. Yeah. And asked that they take it back at their convenience. He said, my wife hopes, hopes that it's gone by June. Well, lady, it's... I feel like you can set your goal a little better than that. Uh, in the news report, they say that the two people responsible called the station and asked that they not use their name. Sounds like they're going to be taking care of it. Oh, dude. Good prank, oh, dude. Great prank. Why the pastor, though? I um, I don't know. Maybe the good Lord put it there. It is gigantic. Yeah, Huge. It's hugeness. Man, they still got a lot of snow out there. Things I don't miss. Maybe only North God. Dakota. Only God knows who put it there. Oh. Good. Good. But uh, again, North Dakota. There's not much to do except steal Kmart signs. Right and drink. Yeah. I mean, uh, and I mean that. And, and as much as I do like North Dakota, I've driven a, across North Dakota several times. Of course, you've got the Teddy Roosevelt Park on the west edge of the state, which is amazing didn't you go there so amazing yeah you guys drove through there right yeah Ugh. oh you could spend a, two weeks there it's where the it, it literally takes your breath away mm-hmm. it's just stunning yeah it's great landscape um but yeah and then you get in the middle of north dakota the and you're eastern like, side is just garbage you're like what is this here for i yeah sell, sell it to canada yeah i did have fun in uh were we in fargo oh yeah yeah. Fargo's the bomb. We had fun there. I got a buddy who works in radio up there. Doing good. PC2. PC2. Let's talk about your trip. It's your uh, trip, Senator. Yep. My trip across. Oh, a nice trip. Yeah, North nice. Dakota. Uh, yeah. We decided to drive down to see the seasons change. Yeah. Mm. It was a long trip, though. Very long. Virginia, Kentucky, so Tennessee. South Dakota. Georgia. It's just so magical to me to come from the north, where it's cold, to the south, where it's warm. (laughs) See the tremendous differences from region to region in this incredible country of ours. Mm. My wife and I used to uh, go down to Virginia every autumn to see the foliage turn. Virginia has amazing foliage. 
the wife is everything. And, uh, mm-hmm. So that's how I would describe my trip. And uh, I'd be happy to tell you anybody about it anytime. Yeah. All the times I went to North Dakota as a kid, because our family was from there. So we'd always like, every summer that was our vacation. What an awful vacation. Uh, I was I had never been to the western side. Yeah. So, which is by far the best side. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just. But Fargo is, I mean, it's a college town and pretty hip. Isn't that where Teddy's mom and, and uh, was it his, his daughter died very close together? Oh, really? Yeah. And then he would, or was that in D.C.? Wherever it happened. But yeah, he had some really bad luck. Really bad luck. Wow. I have not, you know what? I would, I'll read about that. Yeah. Alice Lee Roosevelt Longworth was an American writer and prominent socialite. She was like a Paris Hilton. Interesting. Remember why Michael Jackson went to the Kmart? Remember the boy's pants were half off? <sighs> Wade Robson. Uh, I remember I remember Kmart when it, when uh, here in town. Uh, Kmart here in Odana Road where the Burlington Coat Factory is. I mean, I moved here I in 90. So. I moved here in 90, and I swear to God, that Kmart was still here and then out on East Washington Avenue, which is uh, whatever, Pickley Wiggly or whatever it is, pick and save, whatever it is. Do you remember I, that? I do not remember the Kmart. I remember as a kid, I, crap you not, I remember in Mansfield, Ohio, going to the Kmart, and I swear to God, they had a restaurant, and you could get like a $1.49 steak at the Kmart restaurant. I don't know that. That was steak, dude. What the hell? That doesn't seem right. It was a shoe. You ate a shoe. And mom be like, hurry up. Hurry up, little ones. The blue light's coming on. Got to save a dollar on some socks. And swear then, to God, it, it, you could go to the Kmart and get a meatball in a bag. Meatball? In, in the hardware department. Wasn't even in the restaurant. And then the blue light would come on, dude. They would run to the blue light. That's where the sale was. You you don't know the blue light? Well, I know the saying "blue light special," but huge. I don't know the, how K- it all works. Kmart uh, started with a guy. He had one store. It was just it was so cool. The story's really cool. It started with an S, Severgery or something mm, weird. Severgery. And uh, he started expanding, and then uh, they flipped it to Kmart. Um, uh, but the blue light would come on, and all hell would break loose so where was the blue light at it was, in a, it was hanging over an aisle like a street lamp so it would change the blue light would come on and a guy would go attention kmart shoppers yeah Ooh, look listen to those pipes a word 50 cents off a candle for 30 seconds and it would be like squid games getting yeah, your ass I was gonna say. getting your ass over you would kill maim and murder people to get that candle sale. That sounds like a bad idea. Yeah, like trampling and stuff. You know, Black Friday things. Yeah. But that's why they had a restaurant. People would literally be hanging out for the blue light special. So then, all right, so then you get the candle and the blue lights off. How does the cashier know that you got it in time? Dude, don't ask stupid questions that I don't have answers to. <laughs> I don't, I don't, well, they, they would just assume uh, that at that point you go get in line. Man, those stores smelled. Like what? Ass. Why? Yeah, I remember. I still remember. I, I don't know if it was the food. Boy, there was some funk 
going on in that place. Interesting. Yeah, but that was the place to go. Kmart. So, like, did Kmart, did they have, like, clothes and house yeah, wares? Yeah, sporting goods, hardware, all that stuff. But guns, the, do they sell guns? I think the stores just got, uh, I don't know if they, I think a lot of the reason they got killed was um, customer service. I mean, it was just turned into a junk store, and uh, and then Walmart. Yeah, I wonder what was the demise of Kmart. Well, I know Sears. Uh, I thought Kmart bought Sears, but they didn't care because they wanted it for the real estate because it was all over the country. And then it just became outdated. <laughs> it was just not cool to go to Sears, dude. Um, why did Kmart close down? They went through the last seven years of reorganization, so they had limited products, and they were going mm-hmm. through the struggles. I remember I stopped at a Sears in the East Town Mall, in the back of the mall there when it was open. This was years ago when I was shopping for a lawnmower. And they had one that I wanted uh, when I lived out in Mazo, you know, yeah. in my big yard, and I was looking for a mower. I want to save a couple of bucks. I'm like, I'm going to look at all these lawnmowers. Yeah. Ended up going to the Sears. They had one I wanted to look at. I could not get anybody, a human. I could not find a human to help me purchase a lawnmower. I walked out of the store. That's when I, I just stand in one place and I go, help! Help! I, got, I need a blue light! I'm going to keep screaming! <laughs> and then eventually they're like, oh I, I did. I, uh, I walked out of the store. Not having talked to a human. It was impressive, actually. Man. I could have dro- I think I could've literally could have drove the lawnmower out of the store. Right. You're just like, have a toolbox, and you're <laughs> wheeling it out the door. Nobody knows. <laughs> and this was pre-pandemic. This was years ago. Yeah. So anyway. Um, crazy. But, boy, great memories of Kmart, though. Uh, this says, blaming it on Amazon and Target. Yeah, that was a big toy stop for us. You know, growing up. Kmart? Kmart. You had the Sears catalog, and then, of course, you had Kmart. Uh, yeah, I, I remember the catalog. This is before the KB toys and the oh, yeah. Toys R Us ever existed. And service merchandise was actually very, very big in our neck of the woods. Service merchandise. That's a store? For the first uh, six years of my life, all I got for Christmas was stick. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, your dad spent all your money. Uh, yeah, I um, I remember the KB toys, and I remember like being influenced so much by whatever toy they had on display in the front. Yeah, never changes. Does. Yeah, child is just a child. Yeah. Good morning. Hey, funny story about Kmart. Back in the day, before they went out of business, uh, my buddy walked in there dead of winter, no coat on. Walker, right out with a brand new uh, coat on, starter coat. <laughs> of course so he did. Uh, he should have. Of course he should have grabbed the toolbox. Right. <laughs> Thanks. It's true. That's why they're out of business. <laughs> it's true. We thought uploading to the cloud uh, was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show podcast. Johnny and D. JJO. Daughtry. Changes are coming, Chris Daughtry. So that record came out last uh, fall, and uh, it's been doing pretty good. So yeah, just going, heading up the charts. Great. Good. 
I think he did a cover of Hunger Strike. I think I read that's on that record. It's called Dearly Beloved, but I love Chris Daughtry. Always have. I love his voice. I saw him when he played the Dan County Coliseum. It was pretty cool, man. Were you there? No, he covered Hunger Strike. I think I read that. Oh, no. Dude, it's not, it's not, that's not sacred ground. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Really? What do you mean is that sacred ground? I'm not hungry. Oh, come on. Mm. Let me get my knife. Well, don't kill me just because I like Daughtry. You all, mocked all, hunger strike. You get all openly stabby and whatnot. Well, so, anyways, you can check that out. Uh, let me do a little more uh, digging around. Digging around. I don't bother. I'm gonna get into the. I gotta get into my giant musical uh, way back machine. Root around in there. Yeah, root around back in back in last September. All right, dude, you've agitated the locals. Oh no! Come on, man. Come on, man. Are you saying a band is not allowed to even cover Hunger Strike? I'm going hungry. I'm saying it's sacred, first off. Well, I'm not, I'm not mocking it. I'm just saying it is what it is, man. It's not like they put six records out. Are you trying to tell all of us <laughs> that you didn't just sit and mock that song? No. I, I can't sing, dude. That's what it sounds like when I try to I'm going hungry. That's the thing I got to do. It's just to even have noise come out. Let me hear you sing it. Mm-hmm. At least I had the balls to try. I'm home, home, Practicing my calming techniques. <laughs> How's it gone? <laughs> Hope you got your money's worth. My fist isn't in your face yet, so I'd say it's going pretty good. <clears throat> yeah, I got, man, I, I usually don't get instant response. But I, I just got two responses and was told to sit down and shut up. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even know you couldn't. I mean, you know, I, 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 I'm I going to. Oh, don't you like, take that tone with like me. Kids at Toys R Us throwing a fit. Just hang on. I'm pissed. <laughs> hang on. Here it is. Oh, commercial. Let's judge for ourselves. Here's Chris Daughtry and Hunger Strike. Maybe it's not even the same song. I might be wrong. Well, that'd be weird. It's a song. That's the same song. All right, let's try. Let's give it a shot. It's Chris Daughtry's new album. You judge. You judge. I haven't heard it yet. <laughs> Stay with me. Stay with me. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell recorded that? <laughs> what? Oh my God. I can't believe he wakes up and looks in the mirror every day. Well, let it, he's just hitting his stride. Shame. Hang on a minute. He's not warmed up yet. Shame. Hang on. No, I refuse. He's not ready. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Hang on. Let him, let him get to the hook. <laughs> God, that's awful. Blood is on the table. Oh, I'm so mad right now. Mm, I'm going hungry. 
Lajon is also on this with yeah, Chris Dodd. Well. I think that's him. Okay, that's an, that's better. It's closer. It's closer. I'll take Lajon. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Are you? Do you hear that? That's better. Yeah, it's better. Lajon puts a little more authenticity to it. I have. I have to say. No, just don't. See, I say, that song, I have to tell you, uh, yeah, I'm not making fun. That song is so damn good. I, 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 I just like hearing it. Not like that. That's not. It's better than you and me singing it. What is that? No. Yeah, that's a little. Okay, that's a little. Uh, not good. That was. It's not horrible. Why do you hate me? <laughs> do you think Lejean should not have helped out with that? Lejean probably like owed him a favor, like Daughtry helped him move or something. You know, he, this is really interesting. Now, I, do you remember when Chris Daughtry covered Poker Face from Lady Gaga? I didn't like that cover. I don't, for some reason, I don't like Chris Daughtry covers, but I love Chris Daughtry original, his stuff. That is interesting. Hmm. And Lejean, I mean, you know, they were going to go on tour, so I guess that was a thing. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to, I will side with you on that one. That could have, that should have been left unsung. That's right. (laughs) Fine. Fine. Mm -hmm. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe. To the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. It's hump day and I'm moving just a little slow. My body knows I got three more days to go at a job filled with office politics and drama. Guess that's why I'm still in my pajamas. It's hump, it's hump, hump day again. It's hump. How many times a day do you think about sex? Let's talk about sex, baby. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about you and me. Um, <clears throat> I'm thinking about it right now. Mm, don't like that. <laughs> well, you know. How many times a day? Do don't make it weird. How many times a day? Uh, uh, cut it up one, one time. Oh. I'm going to turn the mics off so we can hear this on the monitor because this kicks ass. I'll be back in a minute. Let's talk about sex. I was doing the robot. Oh, man, yeah. I wasn't having a seizure. Don't call 911. So in what context are you thinking about sex? Oh, my God. Just give me a number. Oh. Uh, like the actual, like, he's talking about, like, is there, like, uh, uh, like a getting to know you thing? Or is it, we're just, like, there's penetration? Hold on. I, I need to practice my breathing techniques. <laughs> this is, like, 
It's like it's just like, like cutting right to the sex scene. Is that it? I'm just going to talk to everybody else. Anyway, uh, so the average adult, not in radio, <laughs> thinks about sex eight times a day. Oh, uh, e, ah. Ooh. I figure we, we probably cover that number by 620. That's a little, uh, that's a little low. I'm going to call that one a little low. Mm-hmm. I'm going to think about sex. Uh Things will. Uh, this is weird. Uh, oof. Yeah, yeah let's get weird. Karen, and you can leave if you're uncomfortable. You can jump on a mic if you want. How many times? Whatever you want. How many times do you think? Of, oh no. How many times do you think? How many times you do don't you? have to do this if you don't want to. <laughs> I'll, I, I'll give I, you. I, let's play high low like card sharks. I do have to say under eight personally. Oh really? Under eight? Under oh well, eight. you're just saying that to. Um. I work here. <laughs> to not be weird. Because we're at Just work. Just try not to be weird. This is, listen, this is the safe zone. You're, it's a little circle of trust here. You oh, can, right. Yeah. Very can, these mics aren't even on. Oh. This is just, we're just practicing <laughs> for, for tomorrow. We don't even have a radio station. A dry run. Yeah. Oh, now he's thinking about it again. Uh, uh, I, I'm going to call that one a little low. I, so this is weird. I'll be like at uh, Walmart and I'll see something. But it makes me think about sex with my wife, if that counts. What is something? Like beef jerky? <laughs> Toilet paper. It's so hard to come by. I get very excited. Wow. No, you'll see like... Uh, <laughs> you'll see like uh, somebody in some tight pants. Oh, no. And it's like, you know what? Maybe you well, should. Well, you just... ask. I mean, don't. If you well, don't yeah, like the answer. Maybe you should just do curbside pickup. <laughs> Stop gawking at people in their pants. Well, it's, it's not like I'm looking for the pants. They just come into my aisle. And then I'm like, oh, well, that's, that's all right then. And then I think about, you know, what I'm supposed to think about. Funded by Peer Romance, the survey aimed to discover just how comfortable Americans are with sexuality. And in case you didn't notice, danger is super comfortable. Uh, they asked you. Uh, it was a size six. Oh, my God. Hey, lady, what are you rocking over there? Oh, and then that's how you die. I feel like guys think about it probably imagery and, uh, you know, just the daily. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 2,000 adults, how often they consciously think and talk about sex. The average person speaks about making love in one way or another five times a day. Do we know it? Or is it like, oh, yeah, I'm going to smear this peanut butter all over (laughs) this toast. That's their kink. Yeah. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Uh, Yeah, we know we're, I mean, we're consciously doing it. So it's here. Oh, yeah, Gardettos, you take that dollar. Yeah, you take that dollar hard. Stuff like that. Oh. Don't talk about our break room that way. <laughs> There's like, nothing sacred here. Like Jesus. <laughs> Pants, rye chips, it doesn't matter. <laughs> A significant portion of respondents, 65%, said they were comfortable sharing their sex lives with others. And 29% said they were very comfortable mm-hmm. swapping personal stories about ladies just minding their own business shopping <laughs> at Walmart. Uh, among the survey's other findings, it wasn't super surprising to see that adults are most comfortable discussing sex with their spouse or partner. Uh, three in five respondents say they reg- regularly discuss their sex lives with their besties. Yeah. I mean, that's just part of 
I would think any makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you uh, you're not one to shy away from the sex conversation. You're right. You know, it's just I think it's healthy. I do. I think it's fine. You don't have to get too uh, detail oriented. You know, but are you telling me that? Yeah. Okay. I just remember a, a day we were outside. And uh, <clears throat> do you remember talking about how you drop massive loads? They're like <laughs> huge. Do you remember that? Yes. Mm-hmm. So. I'm an expressive person. I just. Very well hydrated. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I didn't know you were a doctor. Which is surprising because he never drinks water. I don't get it. (laughs) Water and beer. Uh, Talking about sex. Uh, 44% of those who had dealt with a sexual failure said Uh, they've openly discussed it with others. Well, uh, yeah. Those are the best ones. Yeah. (laughs) Well, there's a whole show about it. Sex sent me to the ER. That's right. right. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Totally. I mean, I would say uh, when we're golfing, I would say, <clears throat> weird, I'd say 20% of our conversation is about sex and women. Oh, yeah. Th- that's just, you know, in our golf foursome, whatever. You know, the guys I golf with, there's like general discussion about, you know, like something will pop up. I'll see a cloud that looks like uh, like uh, Elvira's boobs, and I'll start talking about taters yeah you know it doesn't take much like a cool breeze <laughs> locker room talk <laughs> locker room talk thank you you know you're a lot smarter than you look actually you're beautiful see me in my office after the show you're a beautiful woman <laughs> i'm gonna bail uh that's... what about you what about the barn don't you guys talk about sex out at the farm oh yeah yeah all right horse sex there you go <laughs> well sure horse sex horse sex <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, you get a bunch of women together, yeah. they're yapping about it all, Yep. That's... and they're more than likely complaining. Sure, we, we don't complain much. Who is we? Now, there's some attractive woman at uh, golfing, uh, I'd be like, dude, uh, did you see? Did I, you just flex? No, I'm not flexing. <laughs> well, maybe I did. I was like, I was like pointing behind me. Okay. Like, did you see that? Over there. You see that for you know, when a, when a lovely, attractive woman shows up at the golf course and she's with her husband or boyfriend or whatever, right. or gal pals, you know, it's like, dude, did you, uh, you know, and then we'll take it from there. Discuss the finer points of her, her, of her finer a, points, attire yes. and her finer points. But it's all, it's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. We don't broadcast it. It's just guys being stupid. Locker room talk. <laughs> it is. Guys yeah. being dudes. Dudes being dudes. You got to do it. You got to complain about it. Mm-hmm. You got to evaluate the situation. Yeah, just keep the conversation just going. Just kind of talk some smack. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I Maybe ass- I shoot out of your league a little bit. I assume when there's a foursome of uh, a gaggle of women golfing and they see a couple of fellas. Uh, I have a buddy, Mark, that wears uh, the Ricky Fowler golf outfits. Okay. I mean, he has coordinated that mofo mm-hmm. from head to toe. Yeah. And, dude, I'll tell you, he strikes a good, sexy pose. He looks good. I don't. I can't afford an outfit like that. Yeah. So I wear cargo shorts and flip flops when I golf. Does his wife dress him? <laughs> uh, no, I think he does that on his own. Wow, I'm I impressed. I don't think his wife, if I uh, remember correctly, wants anything to do with it. But he's he is well uh, 
coordinated. Only as Ricky Fowler can be coordinated. Like the belt. Yeah. The the yeah. blue the blue pants. Mm-hmm. He's the only man I know that ever wears blue dress pants. I mean bright blue dress yeah, pants. Yeah, yeah. Like like Ricky does. And then you've got the perfectly um pressed, uh, pressed a short sleeve golf shirt, collar blue, white. Uh, Man, and then he slums it with you? And then he actually has a collection of hats that coordinates with the outfit. Oh, my. Yeah. I can't. It's it's weird that you're friends and, with somebody that is that well put together. And I'm sure he gets uh, the ladies. Uh, Swoon. Complimenting. Sure. With, within their group. Sure. You know, his pants are tight, dude. He's a curvy guy. Looks good. JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.